It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. Driven by Wolf GMC Buick, hurry in for GMC's Joy to the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every new in-stock 2023 GMC and Buick. Ask for details. Plus, get up to $4,000 in Christmas cash. Yeah. Twang Tuesday, Johnny Cash. When I was a kid, my brother and I, we thought that was the funniest song in the world. I'm not going to tell you why, but you probably know. It's probably funny for you, too, if you were that age. I mean, we were not... My childhood was not filled with, you know, members of Mensa, and chances are... I mean, Declan over here, everybody's a genius in his house, but, you know, not, not for me. Not for my family. We weren't really just, you know, like that. Daniel Nugent Bowman will join us in... 20 minutes or so. Elliot Friedman is busting loose with some information via the Board of Governors meeting. The proje- This is Gary Bettman saying $6.2 billion U.S. projected revenue for the league. The 2024-25 salary cap, $87.7 million. And they're finalizing plans to hold the 2022 draft at the Sphere. I did not say cap. I said something else, but we can move on. We're mature. There's a smaller international event next February. Four teams, Canada, Finland, Sweden, USA, hopefully for a full World Cup in 2028. They still haven't gotten their act together. That's what that tells you. Connor McDavid will spend the heart of his career not playing in the Olympics. Connor McDavid will spend the heart of his career not playing in the Olympics. What in HE double hockey sticks is the National Hockey League doing? Oh, my gentle Lord. I like it's all they do is talk about revenue. Why don't you do something for the fans who are giving you that revenue? Stick Connor McDavid with a in a uniform with a flag on it and get him a damn Olympic medal. Holy hell, Batman. It can't be this difficult. As I ramble on, Declan quietly just types away. I think he's getting a little worse today. It appears as though his anxiety is higher. I think maybe we should give him the bigger pills. Is that what you're typing, Declan? In parts. I wouldn't say, you know, it's it's word for word, but you got the you got the general idea down, which is pretty impressive considering I've never told you any of that. Well, so I, I, give d- you a lot I of feel credit. like you're, you know, telling on me. I do know that. Yeah. No, I, I'm sending some emails. I'm I'm keeping notes. I'm taking track of things. But no, don't worry about it. Don't uh, worry. Don't worry your pretty little head about it. Pretty little head. Uh, today in the month of giving on the Jason Greger Show, raising money for Santa's Anonymous with an awesome package from Astoria Lighting. Want to get those bids into one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty between two and six. Gemstone lights supplied and installed for the front face of your home up to 250 feet from Astoria Lighting. Year-round permanent LED lighting, custom architectural, individually addressed lights, limitless patterns and colors, holidays, special events, sports teams, more. Create your own patterns, true warm white, cloud-enabled control from anywhere from your Apple or Android device. Yowza. That is so cool. I would have mine, if I had, if I won this package, I would have a Mark Pouliot light set. You know, him scoring on the penalty shot, say. And don't pretend he didn't, and don't pretend you don't remember it. Because everybody remembers it. It's a big damn day. 
The Oiler fan that you know and maybe left the house at the same time but have not talked to today will want to talk about the Philip Broberg news today. So I'm going to give it to you, and then you'll know. If you're a kind of a, you know, cash fan, this is good information. Walk through the door and say, hey, you know, honey, or hey, bro, or hey, sis, or hey, you. Kevin Weeks tweeted out something about Philip Broberg, that the Oilers were exploring potential trade options on the defenseman, and it would have to be about the same cap amount. Is that true? And then, you know, pour yourself a bottle of wine or pop a beer, and then three hours later say, "Mm mm-hmm, and you're done. That's the day. Halo Tide, have you posted your December predictions, Coach Mike? Have they played in December? Did the Oilers play in September or December yet? No. Well, then I haven't done it. I only do it when I gotta. Especially now, my you know, in the last year, I'm not complaining, and and you know, I I, I wouldn't complain. But in the last year, my life has been like honestly. I feel like if you said to me, what have you done most in the last 12 months? It's my birthday today, so I've been reflecting on that. Washing dishes and um, t- letting the dog out and yelling at people because their laundry is still in the dryer. And these are all things that I never had anything to do with. And that is my cross to bear, and I do it. It's fine. Everything's good. But I miss people saying anybody in particular, but my life my life is a little more complicated. Oh, and paying bills. That's a good thing. That's a fun thing. Now I get outraged at how much things go up in a month. What the hell? You know, it's so much fun. But they do play tomorrow against the Hurricanes, and that means tomorrow morning's blog post will have all the predicted numbers for December. They play a boatload of games, too. Like, there's a bunch. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 in not a lot of days, and then they play a bunch more in January. Funny how their schedule works. I'm now retweeting. Somebody said to me the other day, how come your Declan guy doesn't doesn't send out the doesn't send out the podcast. I go, he's like clockwork. He's a machine. I do send them out. He could, he could run the German trains. I appreciate that. But yeah, they get out there. They get out there. I like to think I'm pretty quick with it. The the one for hour one just went out. So <laughs> I called Zach Lang a very fine individual, and now that's on his Twitter thingy profile. Is that what they call it? Yeah, like bio profile. Yeah. Everybody's got a word. I've discovered another word that I can't use because you young people have ruined it. I'm not saying it. But just back off, would you? Like, would you just back off the words? Can you just let things be as they are? Because I'm out there saying these words, and that turns out it's a body part I've been saying that I didn't mean to. I want one of those psychedelic light shows projected onto the front of my house. All right, well, 2 o'clock today. Low Tide, any cake or dancing girls today? I have 
Um, I've already had a, a cupcake from Connor, and we'll see about the dancing girls. I I don't know. I don't think so, but, you know, and at my age, I don't know how much of that I could take, to be honest with you. Low Tide, here's some homework for you to complete before next Tuesday. Listen to some Coulter Wall, best country singer of the last 20 years. Kyle Polk, Fraulein, Big Iron. I know Fraulein. That's uh, Kitty Wells. Fraulein is Kitty Wells, I believe. Big Iron is uh, Big Iron is Marty Robbins. Sleeping on the Blacktop, don't know that one. Coach Sheldor, I will listen. I love country music. Happy birthday to the real low tide. Or no, I'm sorry. Happy birthday to the great low tide. Can't read anymore. Have the best day, Patty. Thank you, Patty. I appreciate that. I'm looking at Bro Burke from the other side of who might pick him up. The owners want something for a guy that cannot crap the third pick. Cap. God, I got to stop saying crap because now it's into my very regular vocabulary. The owners want something for a guy that cannot crack the third pairing on one of the worst defensive teams in the NHL. What do you think you're going to get? From perplexed Oilers fan. Well, the reason the Oilers aren't playing them is because they really could not. They were losing too many games. And you have a new coach, and the coach is trying to get a lay of the land, and he doesn't want to take on risk when he's still trying to find out what Kulak and DeHarnay can do for him. So he's running his top six. He's running his starting goaltender. And he's hoping, like, the the depth on this team is non-existent. Have you ever... um have you ever missed a step when you're walking down the stairs? Oh, worst feeling ever. You're you like, like, what you're, the hell? feel like you're skydiving. That's what happens to the owners, coaches. And they don't say anything because they can't. But they're like, oh, uh, Artie can't play second line right wing. Who have we got? Woo! Watch out for that last step. It's a Lulu. There's nothing. And they've got Holloway, who's hurt. They've got Broberg, they don't trust. They've got Lavoie, who they have in the minor leagues. And then they've got a bunch of guys. And that's it. This this roster was put together. There's a line in Moonstruck, which might be the best movie ever. And it's Cher's dad talking to this young couple who have got a beautiful home, but the plumbing's gone. And I tell you what, if you've ever been in a house that has problems with plumbing, you might as well just blow it up. Um, Don't blow it up, but you might as well, because the plumbing is a big damn deal. Uh, The plumbing, if you ever want to get married, Declan... And you buy a house, make sure plumbing and electricity and a heat of some sort is available because the ladies will walk on that. You've got to have all of those things. Okay, yeah. I mean, it seemed pretty, you know, I think I was going to get that, but I am glad to have the reassurance. Well, I just, it's something that I, 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 we haven't talked about before. And I did want you to, you know, like get your dad to go and look at the house for you. You know, that will help. So, uh, Vincent Gardenia is Cosmo and he's a plumber in this. And he tells this young couple, he scrapes it and he goes, uh, uh, copper pipe. And then he gives this whole speech that's going to cost the couple a thousand or ten thousand dollars because that's what happens in life. And he's going to get the more expensive pipe. So that's the problem. That's the problem that they have right now. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. They got to get something. They really do. Low Tide, you make my days more enjoyable. Go Low Tide from Lance. Thank you. Louis DeBrusque would be a great assistant coach from Alfred. I don't know that. Colton Wall from Speedy Creek. His dad is Brad Wall, premier of Saskatchewan at one time. There you go.
There's a lot of famous kids of premiers. One day we'll talk about Ross Thatcher's son. 13 Silver Dollars by Coulter Wald is an excellent song. Happy birthday, LT. Broberg, Connor Brown, and McLeod for anything. <laughs> oh, even when they're winning. Even when they're winning. <laughs> Bone says, have a great day, you coffin-dodging oxygen thief. Nice. <laughs> by the way, that's not an insult. That is, that's funny. Funny overtakes. If it's funny, it's not an insult. Especially the oxygen robbing. <laughs> Here I go. I'm taking it all, baby. Didn't Bobby Helms do Fraulein? Uh, Fraulein. Now I got to spell it. This will take an hour. Kitty. I'm sure Kitty Wells. Did I tell you I met for Kitty Wells? Can I tell you my Kitty Wells story? Yeah. And then I'll go because we got Daniel. Daniel is a moment from the outside. Okay, I'm I'm at the Henday Square Shopping Center in Innisfail. And at the radio station I worked for at the time, CKGY, but between 1 and 5, you had to drive a Winnebago out, plug it in, and send a very bad telephone signal back. Uh, you were broadcasting live. And I used to do it out of the back of this big Winnebago, big RV. And Kitty Wells was playing at the Capri Center that night, this one particular day. And I played a record. I played, it was only God who made uh, Honky Tonk Angels. And I played it and I said, that's Kitty Wells. She's playing. I'm going to MC the concert, blah, 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 blah. Lo and behold, her fantastic, fantastic. I mean, it was absolutely state of the art. Uh, RV pulls up beside Kitty Wells, who's like 110 years old. I had to help her up the stairs. She comes in. She spends an hour and a half with me. The sweetest woman alive. I've never forgotten it. It's one of the best interviews I've ever done and one of the kindest, most sweet people I've ever met in my life. And she, by the time she left, she had like two hours before the concert. That's how great Kitty Wells was. Great human being. Now, people are sending me songs. That last step is a doozy. I love that line. Wonder what Ralph Klein's son is up to. Well, we're not going to get into that. Cher can't act. Yeah, that, that's a lie. That is a lie. She's brilliant in Moonstruck. She's beautiful and brilliant in Moonstruck. It's not her fault Olympia Dukakis stole the film. It is not. She's gorgeous in that film. And Nick Cage is great in it. Ah, it's an unbelievable show. All right. Daniel Nugent Bowman is great in everything. Everything he appears in, he's great. He's with us next. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440 and a song you know so well that two minutes from now, it'll still be rolling around in your brain. That's the way it works. The Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. Hurry in for GMC's Joy to the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every in-stock 2023 GMC and Buick. Ask for details, plus get up to $4,000 in Christmas cash. I almost said 2000 and pocketed the other two grand for myself, but I would never do that. Uh, joined now by our friend Daniel Nugent Bowman from The Athletic, who wrote a very fine piece today about the Edmonton Oilers penalty kill. And Daniel, that has been a key to the recent success, certainly since the new coaching staff took over. Fair? For sure. I mean, it's at almost 90%. Uh, I think it's 33 of 37 kills. Um, yeah, that was a huge issue. Um before uh, the coaching change and when, when Dave uh, Manson and Jay Woodcroft were, were running that specifically Dave Manson. Um, yeah, it was not, uh, it was not a successful uh, special team for this, for this hockey club. 
uh, was at 70% and I think second uh, or third to, to last in the league. So um, huge changes. And one thing that's really kind of stood out in talking to some people and specifically uh, or most notably Connor Brown yesterday is just the um, having, you know, set pairs of forwards. And, and uh, that was something that had been broached to me, you know, when Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson were here. It was, you know, there were just too many groups of guys going out and guys not knowing, you know, the, the tendencies of, of their, their, you know, forward partner. Um, under Mark Stewart and, and uh, Chris Knobloch, they've basically gone to three sets of uh, forward pairs. And Leon Dreisaitl taking face-offs in a perfect world for the Oilers, him winning it and getting off the ice. So um, those guys have really bought in, uh, those six forwards, really bought into what they're doing, um, you know, have a bit more chemistry and cohesion. Uh, that's really helped this group, and, um, and the results have, have, have followed. It's, you know, people would... would either ask me or tell me or respond to me uh, about what the problems were, uh, you know, with, with Woodcroft. And I think some of it was luck, but, I mean, the penalty kill was a problem. The goaltending wasn't yeah. great. McDavid's injury, Ekholm's injury, even Ryan McLeod's injury. It was really kind of death by paper cut, though, right? Is that For fair? sure. I mean, yeah. There, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of things wrong and a lot of things outside of a coach's control. I think um, special teams are often something that – um, uh, can be in our tribute to coaching, though, and the power play wasn't as good as it has been, and, and that's a, uh, probably what was bound to happen given the success that it had last year being the best of all time. It wasn't going to, to do that again, or very unlikely to. Um, penalty killing was a huge issue, but uh, a lot of things, again, were outside of the coaching staff's control. You, you look at the injuries, you look at luck. Well, hockey is a game of luck and bounces. People don't like to admit that. They like to, uh, you know, and sometimes you can outwork that and, and you can uh, will your way to, to wins and stuff like that. But uh, a lot of it is, is a good portion of luck and, and, and goaltending and bounces and things of that nature. You know, goaltending, uh, the worst save percentage in the league, the, the worst, second worst five-on-five five shooting percentage in the league. And it's tough to, um, to outcoach those uh, types of numbers. Um, but things that, as we talked about before, uh, we're bound to improve with this hockey club, regardless of who is coaching this team. Let's not to take anything away from Chris Knobloch and, and Paul Coffey and et cetera, and the job those those other coaches have done. Um, but there was always going to be, um, uh, you know, a positive uptick at some point, just because this team was never going to be this bad. So, Broberg, I I yeah. came in to do the show today, and then I had to, you know, exit stage left, and I haven't had a look of all the possibilities. But really, I think where we're looking here is a guy who, uh, I mean, the coaching staff has seen him. They obviously like their top six. He's he's not going to get in there uh, probably for a long time unless there's an injury or they lose two or three. Uh, and I, I, it sounds like, based on what the reporting is from Kevin Weeks, like this is the, the player and agent sort of shopping around. How much have you heard? Have you heard any specific team or are we just too early in the process? Yeah, I talked to somebody in the know about ten minutes ago, um, who's you know quite up up, on, up to speed on this. Uh, he said he's not going to be there long, quote unquote. Uh, so I expect a trade uh, fairly imminently. I don't know what that specifically you know means in terms of how much longer, but I would not be surprised if Philip Robert has played his last game for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, it, it's really an unfortunate situation the way I see it. I mean. Let's go back to his draft. Um, it was always a kind of a puzzling pick to me um, with the Oilers kind of needing a cheap winger to play with McDavid and Drysaddle. There were lots of forwards available from that uh, USNDP 
excuse me, the U.S. program, we'll call it that. <laughs> that was uh, right down the road from Ken Holland's house. Like it's like a ten-minute drive. You must have seen these guys a zillion times. Um, you know, Matthew Boldy, uh, Cole Caulfield, uh, Trevor Zegras, obviously more of a center, but has now kind of been shifted more to the wing. But anyway, lots of guys that that kind of fit uh, what the Oilers were looking for, and so they picked this defenseman that. Um, very toolsy, had a lot of range, great skater, uh, and uh, it just it just hasn't worked out. And part of that, I think, is on the organization for not kind of coming up with with the right plan. They, it seemed like they had one at first, uh, leaving him in Sweden for a couple of years, and then part of that p- being pandra- pandemic driven. Um, since that, since, especially the la- this year and last, uh, just kind of having him being yo-yoed. Uh, back and forth between uh, Bakersfield and, 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 and the Oilers not really having a plan. It was the one thing that Ken Holland pointed to um, heading into the draft that was keeping him up at night, just not having a role for this guy, uh, not having um, uh, get, him not having enough ice time. And there was nothing done to address it in the offseason and no real plan because he's been uh, you know, mostly here at Edmonton, but again, back and forth and hardly playing. He's played 10 games this Ice time hasn't even hit double digits on, on average. So uh, the worst thing to happen to Philip Broberg, um, on top of all the things that we're talking about here, um, was the, 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 the injury to Matthias Ekholm. Yeah. Um, you know, they had a plan for him to go into the season uh, on Ekholm's right side, uh, hoping to kind of work, have Ekholm work a little bit of his magic, uh, you know, uh, similar to what happened with Evan Bouchard. And Ekholm got hurt and in the captain's gate and didn't, Participated in you know the training camp and in preseason, and uh, eight one in Vancouver on opening night, and all of a sudden that plan goes up in smoke. And Phil Broberg has never really been in the picture since. Um, you know, Mark Stewart went over, assistant coach Mark Stewart went over to Sweden, and showed him eight seven eight clips, all of him on the right side with his plan of of having Philip Broberg play on the right side, and that has not come to fruition here so some of it is on Philip Broberg hasn't you know developed as, as well as you'd, you'd hope but the organization has to has to look at itself and 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 how they've uh, treated this player too um, because um, you know whenever he's been in the lineup it's been in a situation where he's been in a position to hopefully not fail and uh, you know that's not <laughs> the, a way to kind of develop uh, what's supposed to be a good young player, you know, very high pick, eighth overall, um, has not really been given um, the proper uh, development path here by this organization, especially in the last year or two. Sports fourteen forty lowdown with low tide. Daniel Nugent Bowman, our guest from the Athletic, breaking news about four minutes into the conversation. That's my fault. The dumbass host should have asked about Broberg at the beginning. But that's great. <laughs> that that is news. And what I find interesting when you say that about you know that he's not going to be there long, it suggests that there is real interest. Like the teams are are aware of his potential, if not what he's delivered. Yeah, I think there's that. Uh, to your to your point, there's potential. Um, it's 2019 that he was picked eighth overall. So we're, we're not too far out. He's still in his early 20s. Um, and he's cheap, right? Um, he's at the end of, a, of an entry-level contract the last year of it. Um, but, you know, a player that, you know, 860-something, um, you know, under 900000 bucks. Um, yeah, and there are bonuses attached. Um, so teams that are in LTIR, they're, you know, could be taking on a bit more um, money um, based on their on their uh, on their pool and stuff like that. But but generally speaking, a, a young player and one that on his next contract screams kind of a bridge deal on a cheap on a cheap contract. 
So you're kind of, it's almost kind of like he's at the start of an entry level deal for for a team, right? Like he's got this year, probably get him two years at at a very low rate. Um, so you have time to work with this player. So um, yeah, that, I think there's potential for Philip Roberg. There's there's interest from other teams, um, but what the Oilers are going to get back, you know, given their cap situation, they want a player uh, would be something kind of similar to Broberg kind of I don't want to call it a reclamation project that's that's not fair but it say a young player with with some upside but somebody who hasn't kind of uh, actualized on that potential um you know it's 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 a tough trade to make um because the Oilers are supposed to be in this in this win now mode and, and you're getting somebody who um whether it's a forward or a defenseman they're probably isn't especially if it's a defenseman like they seem to have their top six set in place barring injury um so if it's a young forward maybe there's a little bit more room for that guy but uh who, who that player is i'm not entirely sure but that's kind of the trade i think you're looking at here and now i'm going to ask you to project a little bit here daniel this is not a fair question but <laughs> ken well that's what i ask so uh, ken, <laughs> ken holland was he the, the 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 word bubble around edmonton in march of 2019 never included broberg holland arrives and then by june before the draft broberg is the number one word in the bubble and ken holland drove a lot of that he talked about broberg before the draft they drafted broberg my feeling always was that it was more of a detroit style pick uh swedish defenseman big kind of raw lanky speedy would develop as a hockey player but was a real athlete do you think and i'm i'm projecting so you can tell me i'm wrong and it'll be fine but do you think this might be a reflection of jeff jackson and his team having a little more control of things and the Broberg protection that Holland might have been able to offer no longer holding sway? Um, It's tough to answer that. I I think you're kind of just looking at a player who's now in his uh, fifth season after being drafted and not really making much headway in this organization. So um, that that one's tough. I mean, a good young, like, Big, well skating Swedish defenseman. Now, you know his his um, flaws. I think are maybe decision making, uh, physicality, um, maybe passing. You know, but you know there should be enough there to be a top four defenseman in this league. And again, being young and cheap and and all that, it, it's not something I, I, I. And especially, you know, the, to your point about Ken Holland, really. Um, uh, really valuing this player, and, and I've mentioned that too. I don't think that's something that he'd, he'd necessarily, uh, you know, not really buying Philip Robert's plane ticket out of town. I, I think there's, um, you, you know, the, the if the option was really there to, to kind of keep him around and, and develop this player, but I think you're just kind of running out of time, running out of room, and, and, I, and I think um, it, it's like it's a case where, the, as you mentioned, like the uh, the representative uh, for, for for Broberg is really tr- trying to give him a fresh start, right? So I think there's um, a bit more of a uh, willingness uh, from management to do so, whether that's Ken Holland or, or above him and, and, and Jeff Jackson. But, um, uh, you know, I think if it's a perfect situation, they keep him here longer. But uh, time is kind of nearing the end, I think, for, for the Broberg era here. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you this question the way it gets asked to me on the on the text machine, okay? 
sure. What about the goalie situation? What about the goalie situation? What about the goalie situation? <laughs> what about the goalie situation? Well, uh, I don't have as much on that as the Broberg uh, one, but I will say, like, we're starting to see some some more better players of Stuart Skinner. Uh, now, the telling thing for me yesterday was when Chris Knobloch really said that he wants two goalies here. And I don't, with due respect to Calvin Pickard, um, I don't think he's that other goalie, right? He's a, a third stringer who's, who's helping out this organization and, and doing the best he can. Um, something's going to need to be done at some point. Like there's been a lot of talk about um, uh, Jack Campbell coming up. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, I could see that. I, I think that will happen at some point in the nearish future, as long as he doesn't completely, um, you know, fall on the face of Bakersfield. I, I, he started, you know, terribly slowly there, uh, picked it up. And, uh, but I, 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 you know, in a perfect world, I, I think you're leaving him there longer to, to kind of get his game uh, back in a, in, a, in a much better place because there's there, you know, a weak hole allowed the other night. Um, there's still more I, I think he can do there. Um, but yeah, they're 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 going to have to do something. I, I mean, I I think another goaltender, whoever that is, is going to get a start on this homestand. So the Oilers have six games and they play every second night. Theoretically, Stuart Skinner will be. Uh, you could start every one of those games. I don't think that's going to happen. So whether that's Calvin Pickard, whether that's Jack Campbell, whether that's goaltender from another team that they're going to acquire, I think another goaltender will make a start on this homestand at some point. So um, that's maybe not as imminent as, as uh, the Phil Broberg <laughs> trade based on what, like the information I had, but, but it, it, I think it's imminent enough that something has to happen uh, relatively soon. So um, I don't, you know, the fans are screaming for another goaltender, and I get that. Um, I, it, it all kind of goes back to what we talked about, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks. Al, it's just who is that guy, and how you're going to get him in on on the cap. So it's either a really cheap guy, you know, whether that's you know James Reimer or uh, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood or somebody like that. I, I think Blackwood's ticket's pretty low, or else you have to move Jack Campbell to get that player um, in and fit him in under the roster. Or there's a, a scenario, I mean, like to me, the, the three guys that have value that can be moved um, and have contracts that are helpful enough to be moved are Warren Fogel, Cody Cece, uh, Brett Kulak. So now you're talking about trading Philip Roberg and if it's Kulak or Cece, another sense. You know, so I, I really, I really think it has to be Jack Campbell. And we've gone over what the price would be to jettison that that player, that contract for the amount of term and the amount of money left on it. That's a big, big, big dose uh, dose of uh, Buckley's or whatever to swallow. So um, <laughs> it's it's not an enviable uh, situation for Oilers management, but like they they can't have Stuart Skinner play uh, like six out of every seven games or or as he's done for for um chris Knobloch so far eight out of nine and that number is going to keep going like he, he he needs a bit of a rest and and if you want him to be the goaltender uh that you think he can be and and to kind of come closer to last year's Stuart skinner he, he needs he needs some time off so uh something has to happen soon and i think it will uh, what that solution is i'm not entirely sure but again i think something will happen in, in the next uh, we'll say a week or so. Two t- two times during our conversation, somebody has blown their horn. Is it at you? Are you standing somewhere dangerous? I'm in, I'm in the bowels of, 
of the arena. So, uh, yes, there are people moving stuff around. I tried to, I thought I found a quiet place, but <laughs> all of a sudden, all I hear is beep, beep, beep. And I guess you can too. <laughs> and your did, listeners, so I apologize. No, that. no, that's okay. D- did you get any time off though? Because I always worry about you and the other uh, reporters during the winter because sometimes, it, you know, it can get pretty intense. You might be the only other, the only person I've ever heard say that they're worried about uh, the reporters <laughs> here at Edmonton. Nobody cares about us. Um, yeah, actually, I took I took a rare weekend off, uh, so that was nice. I teamed in practice Friday and Saturday. Um, I decided to uh, not go to practice yesterday because they were still practicing. Sorry, it was Sunday because uh, they were still practicing yesterday and and today before uh, starting their their long homestand here. So, um, yeah, what what did we do? We uh, we went to playgrounds. We, you know, did all the, the fatherly type uh, activities. So I wouldn't really call it a true break, but it, it, you know, it was close enough. It, it was it was as about as close to a break as you can you can have these days. Did you go for ice cream? Uh, no, we did not go for ice cream. We have some at home. I'm okay. doing the the dad the dad cheapskate thing, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, my my uh, my three and a half year old has has gotten to the point where she can mostly eat ice cream but she's not like crazy about it she'll she'll have a few bites and not and not uh, be thrilled with it but it, the good thing about it being winter is it doesn't melt everywhere yes uh yes. last summer we i i had my own ice cream and then she had two little licks of it and decided she so i was double fisting ice cream cones which is at uh, at my age is uh is, is not the best thing for for me you knocked off 10 or 15 years off my life then uh then uh, they would be fine. I, I go for two ice creams, but uh, no, I shouldn't be having shouldn't be having two <laughs> ice creams uh, in a row. So uh, I try to watch when I when and how much ice cream I, I give her. Yeah, I know that feeling. I just got a piece of pie from Gregor, so I'm going to have the same problem right now. Uh, da- <laughs> Daniel, thank you. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Talk to you soon. Okay, there you go. There's Daniel Nugent Volman. Do, do we know where this pie is from? Can we thank whoever this is? Um, well, I assume it's from Jason himself. He had quote tweeted my tweet earlier and said mm. something to the uh, to the degree of low tide's going to be enjoying a pie today. Well, I, uh, I couldn't you give this, you a the, bakery, but the, it looks delicious. The crust is looks really. I know good crust, and this looks really no. It good. looks incredible. That was right. unbelievably kind. And okay. That's a nice pie. So I got the cupcake and the, the pie, and gonna roll home here. All right, this is the lowdown with low tide on Sports fourteen forty. It's the lowdown the on Sports fourteen forty. Brought to you by Wolf GMC Buick. Hurry in for the GMC's Joy to the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every new in-stock 2023 GMC and Buick. Ask for details. Plus get up to 4000 in Christmas cash. It's details, not details, right? I always say details, no. personally. But who am I to say? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I love that uh, version of uh, Delta Dawn by Tanya Tucker. Um, it was a Helen Reddy hit. And Delta Dawn by Tanya Tucker, I think she was like 14 or something was a hit. She had a tough life, but a really, really good singer. I liked her. I liked her music. Still do. Last time I went to the text line, they said Cher can't act, so I've been ignoring it a little bit. Tiger says, happy birthday. Earl. Yeah, I can see that. How could you get Earl? Al. 
Like if you say Al with like a slur, it kind of sounds like Earl. Like Al. I think that's. A, I, I'm gonna say that's too far adrift. A, a yeah, it's. There's definitely a degree of separation there, but I I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna be on the texter side and say I can't see it in the most. In the most. Do you do you, do you like they they can't make you the host of the show? No, they're, I know they're listeners. They're very powerful. They wouldn't want me. They wouldn't want me. They'd be oh, clamoring no. for you. You'd be you'd be really good. You see what you want? To, can I make it? Give you a little piece of advice? Yes, please. What you need to do is when you become host of the show, get an old man to be your producer. Okay, I and like but that. somebody who knows the board because I couldn't do it. I was going to say, do you want the job? No, no, no. I like how this is transitioned from an if to a when. Oh no, it'll happen. We're I mean, making look, strides. I it's like just, that. It's just. It's uh, just. If I could get time to stand still or go backwards, I would believe me. But I can't. So it'll happen, um, and I'll be somewhere at, at a, fo- a home doing my own radio show with a Mister Microphone, and people <laughs> will be going. I said, can we give him some harder pills so you'll, he goes to sleep? And- you'll be on a beach with a pina colada signing autographs. I don't think that's the way it's going to go. With your feet in the air. No, I, I have lived a charmed life. And a I shrimp cocktail in one hand. I, I, I have lived a charmed life, but I don't think it's going to be that charmed. <laughs> I just can't see it. Anyway, get an old guy, and then, but don't browbeat him. Just keep saying this. It's okay, Lars. We didn't need to be on the air and things like that. <laughs> okay. And then people will love you even more. I'm writing this down. This is yeah. good. This is good material. Yeah. I have my day one opening segment ready. Was it, was it Power 92? I can't remember the radio station years ago. They had an older gentleman doing sticker spotting and he'd say, hi, it's uh, Frank. I'm at the corner of uh, 97th Street and blah, blah, blah. And young people listening to the radio station would go there and they would help him read the promos and they'd help him sort out what he was supposed to do. It was the sweetest damn thing. It was brilliant radio. That's going back maybe 20 years, but I thought it was brilliant. Low tide with the Oilers. Look at Broberg for Evans, Jake Evans. Jake is a little older, but he's good defensively. Has no offense, though, from Robert. I think he's a good player to get at the deadline, but here's the problem. If you're going to trade Philip Broberg, you need to have somebody who can is young enough to grow with the system. Zach Langmans and uh, Kent Johnson, I think, and somebody else. I can't remember who. You want a young guy who is not like a failure. I'm not saying these guys are failures. I'm saying these guys maybe need a second opinion. Remember when Craig McTavish said that about Brad Winchester, and then Brad Winchester played 250 more NHL games? That's what we're talking about here. You trade Broberg for another guy who isn't expensive and is under control and who can grow with the team probably as zach said or as daniel said a forward by the way daniel broke news in our show and we thank him very much for that we even got oiler alert to mention this did you know that that's pretty cool do you follow oiler alert i do the thing about oiler alert, can i tell you why oiler alert who's only got like three thousand followers should have thirty thousand but you know why he's really great or she's really great is i'm on the air and I have the attention span of a gnat or dog. And so I can't pay attention to everything. But I don't have to because Euler Alert is out there like a, like a piranha chasing Euler's news. Like, I don't know. He's like Clack. Did you ever work with Brennan Clack? I did, yeah. I'm in a fantasy hockey league with him. Clack told me that he'd be in grade nine. And he'd be in school in grade nine, mm-hmm. and he'd, oh, damn, there's a trade. I better break it. And he'd tweet it out while he yes. was in grade school. Well, and that's how he got his Twitter handle, at NHL Update. He was just ahead of the curve. He was there oh first. Oh, my God. Like, what the hell, Clack? 
I mean, I've heard of being ahead of the, 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 you know, the curve or whatever. But, I mean, if he turns this into an actual career, he's a genius. Oh, absolutely. Now, what absolutely. does he do now? Is he Bob's producer? Uh, yeah, he's over there. Okay. He's over there. Well, being Bob's producer is not a bad thing because Bob knows a lot of people. I don't know if it's Bob, but it's with that organization. Well, we can say it out loud. Okay. I mean, we don't have to. They're all good people over there. Yeah, you mean we don't Reed? Know. Is he with Reed? I don't know for sure. Okay. But I don't think he's with Bob. All right. Yeah. Bob has Troy at the building, I think. I don't remember who else he has. Anyway, it really isn't important. Just so everybody gets along. Happy birthday, Tide. Broberg for a pick and Nick Sealer. Okay. Or Broberg and a pick for Sean Walker and Philly Eats Seller. I don't think Sean Walker's going anywhere. He's real good. Low Tide, your audience does not know what sticker spotting is, was. Well, then look it up. That's my role in life, is to say things so obscure you have to look them up. Tiger. And by the way, Tiger, that's not a new kind of name either. So you're in my boat too. Son of a... Bob works with Brandon Escott. Okay. All right. Happy birthday, buddy. That comes from <laughs> Broda Fett. Um, it was like cheese... Broberg Campbell at a pick for a goaltender. Is that the play here? Gleason would, would then be a good number seven, or do they want a D-man back? No, I think they would probably, like the word we got, Gregor had, who did he have on? The Cam Deneen was the guy who was mentioned on Gregor's show as the guy who would be called up a little bit. And then if you do that, then you could trade Broberg, I think, for a third-line winger, and then you go from there. They're just trying to improve the 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 forward group. I think a goalie would be a little different. That's probably a rental and probably a little more established kind of a player. Low Tide, not opposed to Campbell coming back. Maybe things have taken a turn for him. If not, do you have an ideal trade for Campbell in mind? I don't even think we could. I think he's a buyout in the summer. The new GM will take care of that. See, for Ken Holland to do it, like Ken Holland will be gone by the time the buyout happens. He's not signed now. They'll have a new guy in place. Happy birthday, young man. Oh, I love that. Pillman, thank you. I love when people say that. Ontario Moms, happy birthday, Tide. Twang Tuesday, should have been Flatten Scruggs. Loves Flatten Scruggs. Had a conversation this weekend about um, Alison Krauss and whether she's country or bluegrass or what, pop. And I think she's all of those. Do you know Alison Krauss? Are you aware of Alison Krauss? I'm semi-familiar. What would you describe her? What sort of music would you describe her as? Like folky was the first word folky. that came to mind. Well, now, that's, yeah. now that's an interesting one that we hadn't talked about. Okay. Is there a possibility a deal with Detroit regarding Broberg and something? Maybe Reimer plus Rasmussen? Rasmussen seems a bit of a reclamation project the oil could be interested in. Well, that makes a little bit of sense. If Ken Holland's making the moves, I don't know that he is. Please let DNB know he is one of the few reporters Oilers fans actually like. Well, you should let him know that. You should reach out to him and say, I like you. I think you do a good job. Because if I say it, it's like, okay, you know, low tides saying what he heard, but who knows? You know, I lie to Daniel all the time. You tell him. It would mean more from you. Happy birthday, Alan. I hope you have a good one. 
This is shaping up to be a disaster long-term for the Oilers. Broberg proved he could play in the NHL last year, never get in a proper role. He has the potential to become an excellent top-four defenseman that could play into his late 30s with his skating ability. Giving up on him and he's still young and hasn't actually been given a proper shot is a bad move that could have long-term ramifications for the Oilers. Hopefully they don't do bad things in the bed too badly on the return from Eric. Here's the thing. This is what I said at the beginning of the show. When you change managers so often, and that's really what's happened, Jeff Jackson is over, you know, lapped. And this is Daryl Cates's, how many moves has he made since he became the owner of the team? Tambellini was his hire, I believe. So it's a lot. And when you do that, everything changes. It's a reshuffle. It's like that, that year in hell two part series in Star Trek. You're trying to recreate. You got to get it back to where it was. And so the new guy comes in and he goes, well, Philip Broberg, I didn't draft him. I don't know anything about him. The new coach says he doesn't, you know, hasn't shown enough. I'll trade him. And then he goes to a new town and he makes it look like a fool, like a fool. That could happen, but you have to, they're doing things right. They hired Michael Parcati. They hired, uh, Brad Holland to be the, the pro hockey, um, head scout. They've got Rick Pricey, I believe. I, I'm sorry if I got his name wrong, uh, as as uh, amateur scout. And I did check with, I have some Eastern contacts, and he apparently is a really, really, really well-thought-of individual. So I think they're doing things right. You have to hope that they are. I do not like the idea of trading a young defenseman before you know who he is. Bill Torrey always said that. Don't trade somebody until you know who they are. Oh, Todd, I hope you eat your lots of cake. Well, so far, I had a, a... I don't know what the hell they're doing around. It's the Gregor Show. They're all over it. Oh, by the way, do we have time? We're on location Saturday. Do we have time to talk about this? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw the extra on. You can uh, outro on. You can talk over it. Okay. Outro, extra. Uh, I'm going to be making a public appearance, and so is my friend Declan. And you can... You have an opportunity to bid on the chance to guest host on this show and get a copy of my book. It all happens Saturday, December 9th at the Bend Lounge, 14743 40th Avenue. We have tickets to give away later in the week. It's going to be a great time. Stay tuned for more details. And I'll tweet this out now just so you know about it. Thanks for tuning into The Lowdown. Jason Greger on the way. Please enjoy your day.